Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And we're starting off the new year, 2016, without Brett today, unfortunately. Uh, he's with his kids and uh, obviously it's family time around now. Don't want he's resigned. <laughs> he's did you get that letter? Oh no! Yeah, did you? <laughs> no, we're just did joking. We're just joking. <laughs> Brad, we love you, and so we definitely would have loved you be uh, to have on you on the show in the first one of 2016. Damien, it's great to have you on, man. I hope that you had you and your family had a, a wonderful Christmas and uh, and also this holiday season. Oh, we had such a beautiful Christmas. It's been it was amazing. We had 13 people for breakfast and 47 people for lunch. Um, and we and we cooked for them all. It was unbelievable. That's absolutely amazing. That's the contrast that you and I have. I don't even know if I know forty eight people. So, uh... <laughs> oh, have you seen your Facebook profile? It's unbelievable. Oh, I don't love that. It's great. I mean, that's man. That must have been a challenge just to. I have a challenge just to cook for my own family, let alone forty eight people. Man, that's a uh, that's talent, and you do have talent in the kitchen. I've seen you I've seen you cook, and that's what you love. It was 37 degrees, right? 37 degrees. Oh, the wind was blowing at 25 to 30 kilometers an hour from the north. So <laughs> I was blowing hot air into our face. I had a spit outside. And, uh, and it was just uh, it was unbearably hot when you're standing over a spit that's punching out a couple hundred degrees. And, uh, but, you know, the whole event was so rewarding. It was just I love sharing with people. I love, you know, gifting people food and just, you know, having that time with my family, you know, that, that gives me energy that floats my boat, mate. You know that. Yeah. Um, you know, when you and I hang out together, I feel unbelievable because, you know, when, when you hang out with your friends, your, your best mates and your family, you feel fantastic. So for me, I would have cooked for another 50 people if they were all my great mates and, uh, or family and it would have been fantastic. No, oh, it's fantastic. It's fun when you're actually hanging out with family. And uh, we got a couple of events that we're doing t- together this year, which is going to be great. It's planned mm. events for the whole year. And uh, and thanks for everybody who actually purchased the uh, Wellness Summit tickets. Uh, we had a very, yeah, well very special deal uh, just before Christmas. And uh, now the tickets are not for sale for, um, until, I think, around February time when we start to release them again. Um, but, uh, yeah, we you know we smashed through those, and uh, people picked them up really quickly. So thank you for supporting us. And uh, we're looking forward to having an, an, an even bigger uh, Wellness Summit this year in September. So if you haven't heard what's happening uh, September 10th and 11th, you should definitely jump on board and uh, check it out. Now, this talking about hot air, <laughs> talking about oh, hot, hot air, right. heat, heat uh, of uh, the summer here in Australia. But man, there's some uh, hot topics uh, that we need to address. And we were debating just before this call, trying to debate what we're going to talk about today for the first episode of the 2016 and Damien had this great suggestion and I'm I'm kind of like uh but let's talk about it we're on live now we we only do one takes on these things so uh let's uh, let's talk about it. so what's been happening um what's been happening in that world I don't I didn't even know until uh you, you mentioned yeah, to me so uh, let's uh, let's discuss it 
Well, it's easier to check out um, at this time of the year and just kind of, you know, disengage or or just go and relax and spend time with your family. And and I've done that for the most part. In fact, I haven't. I've hardly picked up my phone. Hardly picked up my phone. And people said, you know, I called you the other day and you haven't got back to me. And it's because I've checked out. But there's one big story that I didn't miss, and that was Lola Berry's um, new book. Now. I love Lola to bits. I think she's fantastic. I've known Lola since she was working in the back of a health food store in Middle Park, or Albert Park, and uh, and I remember walking past the shop one day and introducing myself to Lola, and I'd heard about this Lola girl, and um, and, and she was still basically making smoothies for people, you know, and and mixing up herbs and tinctures and that sort of stuff. And she said, one day I'm going to be, you know, famous. I'm going to be a superstar. And I said, okay, good for you. That's great. And uh, and I'd finished just doing my TV show in New Zealand called Downsize Me, but the original title for Downsize Me was going to be called Cut the Crap. But the TV executives thought that that wasn't PC enough. Now, bear in mind, I was in New Zealand, the, the continent of PC-ness over in New Zealand, and so they weren't going to take on the words cut the crap because it was too heavy, um, not in many people's um, vernacular, people didn't like that, they found it too offensive, all those sorts of things. Well, Lola's come out with the book. And, um, and look, Lola's got an amazing message. She called her book, Stop Being a Fat <laughs> I have to do a whistle there because there could be kids listening to this, right? So the word starts with B, it has an I-T-C-H in it, and, um, and people um, have taken offense to it. Now, people got to social media and they've posted up really horrible, nasty, spiteful, sharp comments at Lola telling her that she's terrible and she's gone too far and this is just a marketing thing and and then Lola's come back and said I'm so sorry the message was because I wanted to let people know that this is what I used to call myself and these are my struggles this is my internal dialogue and she wants to help people move away from that terrible negative destructive uh, internal dialogue uh, where they might call themselves a fat but um but, you know, really shouldn't. They should start to love themselves. So where, Lawrence, does a message go too far or a title or the string of words go too far and miss the mark? And do you think Lola's done that? Well, let's, you know, if you have not heard of Lola Berry, um, she's been uh, a guest. You've been hiding. You would have been hiding in a ravioli. <laughs> she's been a guest in the Wellness Guys, uh, specifically episode 178, uh, which was about a year ago uh, for us, um, talking about the 2020 diet. Uh, she's also been a guest on The Real Food Reel and also that paleo show with Brett. Um, so check that out on the Wellness Couch and to have a backstory and just have a listen. And I think one of the key things is that, you know, when we – when someone reaches a certain point, um, and you and I both know this, when we kind of discussed this a long time ago, and when you're when you go on the public, and this is where the the problem lies for a lot of people, right? Is that there's a, there's a handful of us who actually want to make a difference in the world. Um, there's a handful of us who actually don't mind um, being in the spotlight. The problem with being in the spotlight, however, is that you become a target and. And and it's wor- way worse now, obviously, being in social media. And if, let's take it out of context of what we do, right? Let's let, let's take a look at a, a Hollywood star, for example, right? They're in the yes. spotlight all the time, and anything that you know someone does, good or bad, um, a light is shine on them. And then there's always going to be people who are haters, and there's going to be people who support them, who love them yeah. and hate them. I mean, look at uh, you know Taylor Swift or like uh, you know Justin Bieber or something. You know, like it's just you look at that, and there's tons of people yep. just like you know judge them. But they only yep. judge a sliver, and what they and, and they only judge them by the um, what they see 
from what the media portrays. And so we also got to really remember, I think, that when when you're judging someone based on one thing or like I look at someone and I try to, you know, I try. And this is what I'm saying try is because I do this all the time. We make snap judgments about everyone. Um, I think it's very hard for someone not to make a snap judgment. But one of the things is that we judge a person by one degree of the 360 degrees of that person. You know, unless you know them, Ooh, right? I mean, nice. think about that because when you when you l- listen to the news, and that's why I don't watch the news. When when the news, they have an objective, right? When 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 you see a headline on the newspaper and when you see a headline on on a television show or on the news, they're showing you what they want to portray. That's going to get the most viewers, and that's the whole point of a headline. I mean, from a marketing perspective, um, that's what headlines do. I mean, they're all catchy headlines. Have you ever read anything great on the news, like on the front page news, that's saying this is like something special, other than maybe on New Year's or Merry Christmas? You know, usually there's something that catches your eyes, saying someone's died. It's always tapping into your, um, you know, the fight or flight syndrome or the stress syndrome of your brain to make sure that you know that's saying there's a line around the corner that you need to be aware of, right? They're trying to spin something so small to something that you need to be aware of this. And that's what tabloid headlines do. And so you got to, but we don't see that. We just see that headline. (laughs) This is what captures our attention. And so we're all of a sudden making a judgment on this person by one degree of the 360 degrees. And we're missing out the 359. And we're just making a judgment on that one thing. And, you know, and I hate to go on for this, but it's just such a difference, right? You watch Star Wars. I don't know if you've seen Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars movie. Um, and great response from the people that I saw it from. And then sooner or later, like, you know, it's been about a week now. Uh, and then all of a sudden the haters start coming up. Like, and every single article says it was good, but, right? There's always that contrast. And I love Martini's thing is about there's always going to be positives and there's always going to be negatives. And there's never one over the other. Mm. Good, good. Good, that's true. Okay, so we're playing the uh, the the line ball game here. <laughs> yeah, um, which line do we want to kind of <laughs> tilt towards? So, all right. So, I, I think right, so from a marketing I perspective, I, think I love that, the title. Yeah, for, for me, I'll I'll just say for me, the title at first when I heard heard it, I go, "There's two of of two minds," and one mind says, "From a marketing perspective, I think it's fantastic." Right, it it captures your attention. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it 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 stops steps you uh, stops you in your tracks. And I think it's great. It does causes controversy. It does. It's going to polarize people, guaranteed. And um, however, there's the part of me though um, that says, "Ooh, that may be just gone too far." Now we talked about this just before. It goes, "Is it too far? Is it not too far?" And I think it comes. I honestly do believe this is that it does depend on the story and how and the experience that you have actually had. So let's talk about why you think it's a great title. Well, look, I think. Definitely, absolutely, from a catchphrase perspective, um, and and a shock factor to make you look at it. I think that's it's great. I think it's I think it's fantastic. The other reason why I think it's uh, it's a great title is because it may, it should what it should do is actually have people thinking why has Lola named a book stop being a fat. <laughs> what I think I actually said the word before anyway for those children listening. I'm sorry about that. Um, but you know, so it should actually ask a question. However, what a lot of people have actually done have they've taken offence to it. Now, they've taken offence to the title with disrespect or and disregard to the intention of the title. So, 
you know, maybe should have had a little subline saying, you know, um, stop eating the dialogue that you feed yourself every single day. You know, something, you know, like that. Maybe that might have softened it a little bit. But I think I like it because it's real, it's raw, it's um, it's straight from Lola. It's You know that what she wanted to say there was, you know, stop stop behaving in this way because it's making things worse. That's that's where I you know, think that she's actually going with that. Um, and I haven't chatted with Lola. I've texted her. I've been in email communication with her. But, you know, she's not able to have interviews at this point in time and she's not able to make any comments. So I haven't been able to get anything, you know, locked in apart from what I'm seeing on her Facebook profile and all those sorts of things and a couple of little text messages that we've shared only to, to tell everybody that there's definitely no way that she meant offence with it. And, uh, and and I think that the, the title of the book, um, maybe it doesn't do justice to what people would get from the content of the book and maybe it might repel a few people. But like you said before, the haters are going to hate and it's not for everybody. But I like the, the string of words for the shock factor because I know that that will turn heads and have people pick it up. And then essentially the intention should be by people to try and understand why it's called that before they go and start firing bows and arrows. Well, that's exactly right. I think that's what we're talking about at the beginning. So the haters are, are the people who just look at it and go, oh, I formulated my opinion and therefore, you know, boom, this is what I think about it. And that's why I'm never going to read the book. However... Right. I think you got to look at it as a, you know, as an author, I'm not an author, but as an author, you got to think, you know, what's my intention? My intention is number one is I'm trying to here to make an impact. I'm not writing a book for myself. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? So you're not writing a, a, a legacy book for yourself or for your children. Like she's writing a book because she wants to help change people's lives. Now, I can say that because, uh, you know, if I've interviewed her, um, I've known her through you and I known uh, from what you told me about her. So. You know, through our conversations and through the interview that we had before and after the, the interview, I know she is a person who wants to make uh, a change in people's life, right? Mm. So that's number one. Yep. Number two, it yep. is a business. I get that. Like, you know, all of us, we are creating a business out of this, and she has a business. Out of, I, maybe I don't. I really don't know her her backstory, but she's writing a book. So the the whole purpose of writing a book is to sell books, right? So you got to get people's attention. If you write a book on, you know, like the you know the whatever diet, it's like it's been done, right? So. The intention is also too, so we've got to look at who she is. Like I don't know her as well as you, Damon, so I can kind of state this, is that you got to look at who her profile is. Who, who are people who are actually following her? Like what's the types of people are, are listening to her? Like so for example, um, Taylor Swift, it attracts a certain type of audience. You know, yes. it tracks like someone like Damien, but not to me, right? <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. She does attract me. I do. I love Tay-Tay's music. I love it. No, like all of us are love certain types of music or certain types of um, movie stars or uh, certain types of people because of our background or how we're raised or our certain taste, our DNA and our genes, right? So she's going to attract a certain type of, of followers or fans. And so therefore, she's writing a book. Guess what? For those people. They're not writing a book for everybody. Anybody who's trying to pleasing everybody is never going to please anybody. So it's really important that we got to put that in context. If you hate the title, if you don't even want to pick up the book, she didn't write it for you. And I love the Seth Godin line uh, uh, when, he, when he said this, when he goes, it, the best thing is that when you do something and someone repeats it back to you and they said, you know, I didn't like that or I don't like that. And the best line that you can do as, a, as an expert is it's not meant for you. It wasn't for so, you. I didn't write it so for you. 
I love I that. So good, right? I, I would like Lola not to change the name of her book because she's considering changing the name of her book to please more people. But you're right there, LT. I think that she should keep the title of her book, and and those people who buy it and can get past that, and you'll probably find those people that immediately had a prickly reaction to that title. If it stays that same title, she goes, you know what? I didn't write it to please everybody. I, I wrote it as a guide for those people who want to move past that dialogue. If if she can go in that direction rather than actually trying to please everybody, which I suspect that the publicist is going to want her to try and please everybody. But well, if it, she's able to hold that stance, I think that's great. Do you see the men uproaring and saying, how come you didn't write the book for me? No. Well, you know, that's funny like, you say you know that because, come on. well, maybe because we don't associate the word bitch with us. You know. Right, right. So the the thing is that we, it's just about it depends on what your context is, and it, it does have a lot of story and your story around that word. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not making any judgment here. I'm just saying is that maybe the first question for us is to ask why does it offend me if it does offend you, right? Yeah, no, that doesn't offend me, right? But for for those of us who are being oh, offended by this, yes. it's like yeah. why does it offend you? Like what is it about it? And maybe question about the story that we actually have around that word or maybe what it pushes the button, the certain types of button that it does. Cause I know that, you know, one of the key things for, for us to, you know, create this moon and the wellness guy's been, you know, been, you know, broadcasting for four and a half years. The whole point is for us to kind of give you information to kind of motivate you to do the things that you, you know, you should be doing, but not doing the whole point is just to push it. And the thing is, is that, are you doing it? Like for yeah. those listeners who've been listening to it for four and a half years, are you doing everything that we actually say you do? Cause I know I don't, Right. I Sometimes don't. I need to be pushed. I need to be yep. kind of pushed to my limits and saying, "I'm pushed at the moment, Jeepers, I'm getting fit." Got to tell you, Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being pushed by because he's trying to catch up. So, <laughs> so the thing is, is that I think you've got to think about uh, about the reaction. Like rather than just projecting outwards and making judgment and, and just cr- crying and screaming at, at someone else, is life is maybe we should reflect back on us and go. How's it effectively offend me? Why is it offending me? Is it the word or is it because maybe it's true? Right? Yeah, or maybe what, it's what not are linked true. to it? Whatever what are links to it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because what's the point? Like what is judging a book by its cover, right? We all tell our kids not to judge the book by its cover, but yet we're all doing it at the same time. Have you read the book? Was the, was it a good book? Was the content <laughs> yeah. good? I don't know. But I imagine the book is more about motivating you to do everything that's possible to stop beating yourself up. Stop stopping the negative self-talk right because she said what, what you just said was that she that's what she talked to herself when she was younger right that's what mm-hmm. she said to herself and i can guarantee you um i that- remember lola i remember her being you know slightly overweight a little bit pudgy just not in great shape and i and i did think to myself at one point and i'm going to be honest here i thought to myself Gee, you know, Lola, if you're going to make it, you know, in this media, which is very fierce, you're probably going to want to make sure that you're eating really well so that you're, you're being the best that you possibly could be. And and she goes on to do an honest, heartfelt, open um, discussion about the things that she used to do, um, the, you know, the binging that she used to go through and then the conversation after the binging and all of those sorts of things. Like she, she goes through all of that. So, she makes it very, very, you know, incredibly, incredibly real, um, and and you know, in in noticing and knowing how she travelled and and went through all of that language, um, I think that it's probably it should have been a healing book for her, which should have then helped a whole lot of other people heal at the same time. Like we're all motivated by two things, right? It's about motivating by a certain goal that we want to achieve, so something nice, mm-hmm. or be motivated by the negative or what we don't want. Right. It's it, it's just human nature. And by being motivated by two things is actually very, very important. And so sometimes it's that you need a kick in the 
but for us to kind of do certain things. I mean, come on, let's face it. We all have negative self-talk. If you tell me as a listener that you don't have negative self-talk, you're lying to yourself, right? We all have negative self-talk. I have negative self-talk. It's in my head all the time. And it's about what are you going to do it? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put that voice when it, when, when it comes, you know, like, you know, for us, you know, for example, you, you, Damien, you've been training, you've been training hard. Like there's points where like, you just want to give up, but where do you put that hurt? Right. When you're running a marathon or running, a, you know, that extra hundred meters to go, like, where do you put the hurt? Because it's hurting. Like, let's face it. Like if you're not hurting uh, when yeah. you work out, it's not you're not doing it right. You know, what I mean, yeah. if you can talk to me at the end of the workout, then you're not pushing yourself hard enough. That's just my opinion. Right. So where do you put the hurt? The thing is, is that it's not that I think the book is about. I mean, like I said, I haven't read it, so I can't really critique it. But at the same same time is that I can imagine the book is about what do you do with that voice? You know, we all have an internal dialogue. And what whereabouts are you going to put that voice to do the things that's necessary? We all know we have to eat well. We all know we have to move well. We all know we have to think well and have all these aspects. And that's why we created like 20 different shows on this network. What's the point? Like we're not creating it just for us. We're creating it for you to try to create an impact. And we really got, we're trying to challenge people to kind of say, hey, there are, you have no excuse now, right? Maybe 10 years ago, you don't like, oh, I have so much information. I don't know where to go. You have no excuse now not to know where to find information. We created it for you. So now it's about, now it comes down to the ownership, unfortunately, comes down to us, each individual. Am I going to do it? Or am I just going to listen and be passive or I'm going to be active and actually produce and, and change? And people who take action has massively changed in their lives where uh, have, you know, changed their lives. And, you know, we have stories and, you know, and they've gone on to do amazing things. But people who are listening passively, that's okay. You're just not, the time is not right. Keep listening until there's a moment of truth. And sometimes it maybe is this moment, listening to that one title and going, you don't even have to not even read the book and go, all right, I need to get off my bum. I don't know. We don't know what motivates you motivates anybody really but what motivates damien and what motivates me is t- definitely completely different competition <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit yeah, maybe just a, a little, little bit. bit just a little yeah, bit just a little bit so all right lt you all right we're walking along through the airport flying somewhere you and i and we walk past the bookshop and we see a book we see two books one book says 2020 diet and the next one says stop being a fat bitch which one are you going to pick up first i would definitely pick up the fat bitch one guaranteed just because yeah. i want because that one's going to capture my attention because now, does what, the word do the words offend you uh so we talked about this earlier um the word for me like personally i thought i, I felt it was a bit strong and the reason okay. why i felt it was strong is because you know, of and I had to reflect, like I said earlier in this podcast, was saying I had to reflect about about why it means something to me. Like to me, it might mean a completely different, just obviously a different, definitely a different meaning to you. And so mm. the word means it's it's a harsh meaning. It's a meaning that it's like to me, it's like a cuss word or a swear word to me. Like yeah, it's not something that sure. I would ever use. You know, and so therefore, in my languaging, being Canadian, I don't know, maybe that's a passive thing or not, but you know, maybe that's what it is. Um, who knows, right? Did but you know, I learned something about Canada the other day. This is slightly off track, but a hundred so years ago, a hundred years ago, Canada enacted a law 
to not let any poor people enter the country. I just saw that. I actually just read this before. The, I know. <laughs> Can you believe that? You guys are unbelievable. For the most second most PC country in the world, I can't believe it. It's amazing. Well, anyway. we're known as the peacekeeper company, so peacekeeper, peacekeeper country, right? So it's interesting to say that, that, you know, where I grew up and my also being raised in a, um, no, I wouldn't say traditional Chinese family, but, um, you know, in a stricter family, like we would never use language like that. Right. And so um, to me, that word was quite strong. And but even having said that, I have I'm I'm don't have a problem with the title because I know that book is meant for a certain group of people. But that's yeah. with that's with my, you know, with my hat on. Like, I know if I read the book, it goes, listen, if I had the choice between those two, I would choose that one simply because I'll be interested. But knowing that that book is probably not for me. So I'd love to know. I'd love people to jump on a Facebook, you know, our Facebook post about this. And I'd love to know if they've got time, if they feel like they want to, or, you know, leave a comment on iTunes. I'd love to know why people got offended by it. That's what I'd really like to know, LT. I'd really love to know what dialogue's going on inside their mind that sees a book title as being offensive to them. Like, why did they take it so personally to them? Like, really, it's a title of a book. It's it's meant to draw your attention. It's got content in there. It's not just you know fifty or sixty or hundred pages of just that one title. It's a whole lot of other information in there. And getting past it and, and reading the first you know couple of pages explains the, the the reason for the title of the book. So I'd love to know why people took such significant and massive offence. Um, to and how that why did they pass such unbelievable judgment? Um, and be and be so polar anti and hate it so much. Why did they get to that point? Um, is that just part of the society that we're in at the moment? Are we just are we at the moment in a black and white mentality? Are we in a right or wrong? Are we in a good or bad sort of mentality at the moment? LT, look, we've been talking a lot about Australians um, losing a lot of uh, democratic freedoms recently. There was an article in the newspaper yesterday in the Age saying that um, that politics. And politicians have become too involved um, in democracy, uh, and they're actually taking away democratic rights. You know, in order to um, prevent something, as opposed to having people choose something that's safe, they're actually enacting law to make sure that you know what one person believes is the way in which it's going to go. So there's there's a call now for a bill of rights for Australia um, in order to protect our democratic freedoms. Is is this all happening as a result of fear? Is it happening as a result of people needing to, you know, be right or wrong, black or white? What's your feeling around that, LT? Well, I think what's happening in the world is that, you know, because of the way we're communicating now, we're very, very much connected to everybody. So we're actually seeing the world uh, rather through just our own lens. We're actually starting to see the world through everybody else's lens because of, you know, because of the connections that we have. Like, I mean, let's face it, like 15, 20 years ago, the people that we we kind of hung out with is just the people in our local community right and you might sure you might have some international friends that you would have met maybe through travels and stuff like that but chances are you didn't know what was going on in their lives but now you're you're fully exposed to what's going on in america what's going on in europe what's going on in africa or wherever your friends are located and the thing is you can connect get connected to everybody else and so where before you're you're not and i think because um social media has actually created a, a situation where everybody can formulate their own opinion and I mean, if you, it's, it's like, oh if you, I mean, like, let's dangerous. look at, if you just look at just politics in general, right? I don't, I'm not a big politician or anything, but if you look at politics, actually for even in a boardroom, if you've ever been in a corporate meeting or a boardroom, or even just in a group project, right? Of five people in university or high school. I mean, 
how, what are the chances of all five people, um, you know, in a group project agreeing on the same thing, even though you're working on the same project, right? Chances mm-hmm. are it's very highly unlikely. Even the three of us, right? The three of us at the wellness guys who who are who are all <laughs> chiropractors who all well, have we like, agree on everything on you know a certain philosophy and principles. We have love and we, butterflies. Yeah, but even then, like we still disagree on certain things on how we should handle things or how we should move forward, right? I mean, it's just three or four people. Now you just multiply that by a million times. You know, you everybody <laughs> has an opinion, and everybody has an opinion times. now. Or, yeah, a yeah. billion times, and then Ten, all of a sudden, trying to on one particular topic, it's it's really it's going to be impossible, and that's why politics. You know, like we, yeah, sure, politics is about you know generalized you know uh, population. You're always going to find a certain niche. You know, we look at you know say what uh, Michelle Bridges, you know what she did with the commercials, and then we all like attack that because you know it's against certain people. But certain people love that commercial because that that's how they feel about people who eat you know organic foods, right? What does yeah. like the whole point? <laughs> the whole point is that. They're trying to please a certain group of people, and there's always yeah. going to be another group of people that don't like that. You look at the American gun laws, right? There's going to be a group of people who support gun control, and some people who actually says, you know, you, you should not even have guns, and then some people who love to have their guns. It really does depend on what group, what group, and what belief system you have. But you might have, you might, you might have be uh, want guns, and but yet at the same time love organic foods because there's subgroup niches, and that because the world is so big and we have so many different opinions and so many different types of things, you're never going to please everybody. So if, if Lola's listening to this, nice. and you know, for me, I would say you know, don't change the title because you're not meant I would say don't change the, the title. Don't don't, change the I don't title. think you should because you're not trying to please everybody. Like You're trying to please your group of people, and if your group of people love it, stay with that because and the people the who love it. That matters. Yeah, what, it is it, the content that matters. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. Has there been many movies, LT? I'm asking you a movie question because um, you, you – out of everybody on the whole planet that I know, you know the most about movies. Has there been any movies where the title's been bad, but the movie's been amazing? <laughs> oh, actually, I can't think of any. I, the only thing the title being bad is Snake on a Plane, or it was a plant. Samuel <laughs> 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 Jackson never saw the movie, so I have no idea. Uh, I don't say it was. A, I doubt it was a great movie, but the the, the name was uh, what made it famous. Ah. Oh. Well, what about has there been a title where the title's been so good, but the movie's been appalling? Oh, yes, nothing that has I'm sure be. there has to be. There has, has to, to be, be yeah. right? Has, has to be. be. Yeah, there's the, you know, there's some great movies that you know when you watch it and go, wow, like that should have been a great, great film, but yet, yeah, the title didn't attract me to it. And 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 there's the thing is, is that we need to stop. I I think is that before you make a judgment, and this is hard because we just make snap judgment all the time before we make mm-hmm. a judgment is to kind of look at the whole picture as best as you can. Cause you're never going to know, you're never going to know Lola fully. Like even if you read all her books, if you actually, you know, attend her all her seminars, you really never get to know her person unless you knew her from a day to day basis. Right. I mean, Damien, like you and I known each other for about five, six years. Right. We feels know like each a other. Lifetime. Yes. It feels like a lifetime. You feel like my brother. Well, you are like my brother, but that's because we've hung out. Like we know each other, we live with each other in a sense. Um, you know, we stayed at each other's people's uh, house. We know each other's family. We had dinner. We broken bread. But there's certain parts like we highly we, bread. <laughs> we 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 know each other because we hung out enough. And so I think even then, right? Certain things I've done has surprised you, and yeah. there's certain things that you've done that surprised me because we really never, even though we know each other intimately very well. Unfortunately, there's certain things that we will never fully know unless you grow. I I've known my wife for like this is our 19th christmas 
19th Christmas. It's almost half my life I've been with her, right? Yeah, I was a psychic. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is when you start to think of it, like, she was still, like, she, I, I really, I, there was, a, we actually saw a, a video, uh, her mom put together a whole bunch of, like, young videos, like, of her when she was a kid and growing up and put into, like, a montage. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you had that many cats. You know, like little things or whatever it was. I'm like, I didn't know you had that, you know, style, whatever. It, it just, you never really know someone until, like, even if you, you think you know them. So let's stop judging other people and just maybe just formulate an opinion on yourself and how it applies to you rather than always making an opinion on something else. That's just my opinion on that. Nice. Nice. Good episode. Lawrence, wow. we covered some good stuff. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I think there's some great um topics of discussion i know that doesn't probably give you any um solid foundation but i think what i do say is that is to go if it if, if the the title of the book or the title seems to appeal to you go and get it go and get it read it and judge mm-hmm. it for yourself it's like yeah. don't read the reviews of of you know someone else and say it's good or bad just go and buy yeah. it go yeah, buy don't it don't be a sheep it. and you know what even if it's a, a lamb the thing is it's like any book um, uh, any book or movie or you go out or even podcast and you listen to, um, when you go on and listen to it, rather than judging it by, oh, it was good or bad, or, or even if it was bad, he goes, oh, it's bad. But what did you learn from it? Mm. Like even from a bad movie, there was got to be one thing that you learned from it. It's like, mm. okay, I'm never going to watch this person's film, <laughs> right? Or there's going to be something in a podcast or a movie or a book, one thing. Like if you took one thing away from it and it changed your life, does it matter? Even the rest of the book or the rest of the podcast was bad. No, I don't think so. Because the whole point is that we're trying to trying to help you move forward to the next thing. And I think that's the only way to grow as a humankind, rather than constantly judging and not doing things. And then you know, next year we're going to have the same discussion um, in New Year's time as you know last year, the year before, and we're exactly in the same spot. I don't want to be mm. that. I know yeah. you're going to be stronger. I know you're going to be fitter next year than you are this year. And so yes. that's the point. We're supposed to grow, not you know wither and die away. And so that that's, I guess, our, our, our uh, ending to this episode. And so, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. But I think this is a podcast where I would love to hear your opinions on this. So join us on Facebook. Go to the Wellness Guys or the Wellness Couch um, website. Let us know what you think. Give us a personal message. I'd love to hear that. and Or just comment below this particular episode and just say, hey, this is what we think. And, you know, your opinion matters too. And so while you're there, like us and make sure you share this podcast and let them judge for themselves and uh, whether they they agree with us or disagree. I have no problems with that. Um, make sure you subscribe to iTunes. Give us a comment there and let us know what you think about this podcast and also this episode. So until next week, begin creating wells into your lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. Happy New Year to everybody from everyone here at The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Couch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on The Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering The Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torps, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash The Wellness Couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.